0: Hi everyone, I'm Simon of Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode of my Business Success and Coffee podcast and today I'm joined by uh, Eugene who is in South Africa at the moment and uh, just tell us a a few words of of introduction about yourself Eugene, hopefully I got the location right but just
1: tell us a a little bit about yourself. Awesome stuff, thanks Simon, thanks for having me on you. Um, so, yes, I am in South Africa. I'm in Johannesburg in South Africa. Um, I've traveled the world quite a bit, so I know quite a bit about the UK and all the rest of the places. So, a quick introduction is fairly average life growing up. And then in 2010, started my first full-time business. I had a few sideline businesses. Um, today, I'm a tech entrepreneur and a business coach. So, my passion is entrepreneurship and technology. And had a few different businesses, and we are now busy combining all of that into one platform to help entrepreneurs use tech correctly um, and utilize tech to grow and scale their businesses.
0: Yeah, and you you mentioned as well uh, before we started about uh, digital marketing as well, funnels and things mm-hmm. like that. So you're very passionate about
1: uh, that that side of marketing and bringing leads in as well. Yeah, so I. I bumped my head quite a few times, spent a fortune on other companies marketing my businesses for me, yep. only to find out that they basically boost a post and then charge you a whole bunch of money for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that just doesn't work. And probably about six years ago, I started learning about it for myself. I am taking clients. So I learned it probably a bit quicker than most people would. Started yep. building e-commerce sites on WordPress, using WooCommerce and those sort of things. And then realized your website actually means nothing if you don't have a proper marketing strategy. And a marketing Mm. strategy isn't just, hey, I'm a plumber, call me. There's actually a process behind converting a potential customer, building credibility, and then eventually getting them on as a customer. Um, So, yeah, quite passionate about that, learned quite a lot. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I know myself and I'm sure lots of the listeners today will have connected with that story there about spending huge amounts of money searching for that what uh, you know I refer to as a holy grail of you know funnels and digital marketing and yeah there's lots of different streams to it isn't it and you know it's it's important that we we find somebody who can really help us and deliver results because it's it's all about the results at the end of the day isn't it so that's great and it was it was interesting as well when we were talking before this and you mentioned about obviously a, a tech entrepreneur and a coach because you've come from a similar background into coaching that I have of actually having our coach. So when we were in business, uh, you and I, we, we had coaches and we've now become coaches. What, what inspired you to move from being the entrepreneur and having your own business to actually moving over to this uh, I like to think it's the light side of of having uh, a business as a business
1: coach. What, what was that shift for you? I think the biggest shift came when I, so I had a few sideline businesses and um, I had the idea when I started my first full-time business, well, I'm basically running the company that I'm working for now, so I might as well start my own. Yep. I need to start my own and then realize, well, <laughs> who's gonna do the invoicing? <laughs> Yeah. going to do this? Who's going to do that? And then I realized all the complexity that goes beyond running a business. And I realized quite quickly, luckily for me, that I can't do this by myself. Great, I had great. the process of going through a few really bad coaches mm. um, until I found a good coach. I didn't know what coaching was or what the competence of a good coach should be. Yeah. And um, I think struggling to find someone that's tech literate, a coach that's tech literate was quite difficult for me. So I spent half my session trying to explain what I do. Hmm. Um, and then the coach that I'm with now, I've been with him for about eight or nine years and he coaches, still coaches me today um, every okay. two weeks. Yep. And um, we have a session, just nice to have someone to sideboard with and they can ask intelligent questions with a business background. Yeah, And uh, he launched his program about four years ago. So he's extremely qualified PhDs, master degrees, et cetera, et cetera, and mm. created this um, coaching program. And through being coached by a competent coach, just made the world of difference for me and my business. It as Yeah. Yeah.
0: As you say, you, you don't know what the benchmark is for coaching, uh, particularly in business coaching, I think sports coaching is different. Everybody sees a soccer coach or a football coach or a basketball coach or whatever it is, even a skiing coach, and they understand what they're getting. They understand that it's about the results. They understand it's about the performance. But people don't see that same connection in business of what the standard is. And I, I love the way you said that there, that. You know, when you find a good one, you keep it. You know, I've, I've had the same coach now. I've got two coaches, uh, Tacky Moore over in Australia as well. And, you know, I've, I've worked with both of them now for, for 10 years. So I'm, I'm glad you stuck with the same coach for so long. It shows uh, the credit that you give to him. So let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, what you're drinking today. And, you know, as I'm sat here in the cold, damp, miserable UK weather with my warm coffee, you um, you're actually drinking uh, a cold drink at the moment, aren't you?
1: I'm drinking a cold drink. I, I've had my four or five cups of coffee in for the day. Right. Sammy <laughs> and I said steady four degrees Celsius now, uh, so better for for uh, coffee. Um, yep. So, so having a cold drink. Um, definitely, the next one will uh, schedule late in the evening or early in the morning, and I'll join you mm. on a cup of coffee. <laughs> That's fine then. Yeah, and
0: it's. It's interesting um, about, you know, a lot of people that I talk to have, have actually scheduled their days of, of what they drink during the day. So I was on a podcast with somebody the other day and they don't drink any coffee after one thirty. That's their golden rule. So they drink quite a lot of coffee, build up their caffeine levels mm-hmm. to then, um, I tend to have two coffees a day. So in between, in between, I'm drinking water and, and other things. But very much um, drink coffee throughout the day. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to know that yeah, you've you've had your f- five cups. Did you say already today? Yeah. So you've had your five cups there. Now you're on to uh, an alternative caffeine in, in drinking <laughs> uh, cola, cola. So that's good. So well, the coffee that you drink, then Eugene, what's your favourite coffee, and how do you normally
1: drink your coffee? Um, so most of my Coffee in the morning, um, quick and easy, instant cup of coffee. It's a decent quality cup of instant coffee.
0: Yeah,
1: It's still not the same as a nice percolated cup of coffee. So I prefer prefer to get my beans, ground them myself, yep. and then percolate it. So I've got a, a little um, dealing smart switch, which you can set a timer on and goes on and off at a certain time.
0: Okay.
1: So prepare the coffee the night before and then switch it on. In the morning when I wake up, I've got... Ready-made, percolated coffee. What a, what a great yeah. idea. Uh, so one of um, our clients on the um, digital marketing side, we almost completed with their stores, they import premium coffee from Ethiopia in Africa. Right. Unbelievable. Absolutely amazing coffee. and it. Yeah. You, I never thought 10 years ago that having a different brand of coffee or different type of coffee or different premium coffee would make mm. such a difference. Ah, yeah. oh, it's just a treat. Uh, life is all about this small little treat. and it is premium uh, cup of coffee is just a totally different treat. Yeah, and what does?
0: What kind of tones? What kind of flavors does this uh, coffee have from Ethiopia? Is there any particular thing that you like about it?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a. It's not a. You can get some of these instant coffees where it's almost like a bad glass of wine, where it gets stuck in your mouth. Mm. As soon as you take a sip, it's not that smooth, full of aroma sort of coffee. So I like my coffee the darker, the stronger coffee.
0: Uh, okay, yeah.
1: Don't like the mild coffees. Mm. I like a strong coffee, but not a strong coffee where it's almost so bitter that you can't you yeah. can't get it down your throat. Yeah, so like a smooth, dark, strong coffee is my my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: it's interesting. I, when I was yeah, you know, we were talking before about a friend of mine at uh, Polytechnic College,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: when we used to go uh, out for a weekend, we always used to go to Bradford near Leeds, where you were talking about earlier on, and we yeah. used to have a, a a curry over there. And one friend of mine had it so hot this curry, he could never taste it. And I said, what's the point? What's the point of having something that is just so strong? and so hot that you don't get the taste i don't get that and i like to taste my food just as you said there you know it's nice to taste the coffee
1: isn't it if it's too strong and too bitter you don't yeah. you don't get that taste do you yeah then you end up polluting it with a huge amount of sugar or milk <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah or some strange um uh, you know milk syrups mm-hmm. etc so yeah yeah i'm with you on that one.
1: another coffee that i use is uh, bulletproof i don't know if you've So I use coffee beans for the bulletproof, but you actually get a bulletproof type of coffee. That's apparently a different theme. I haven't tried it yet. You make your coffee with MCT oil and stuff. And apparently it's got some cognitive benefits.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's strange. I can't think who it was. Um, I have had somebody who has drunk that and mentioned that in the podcast. Um, I can't remember if it was Darren, actually one of the guys I had, but yeah, he mentioned that and yeah, it's not something I've come across um, over here. And it's something that I think the connoisseurs of coffee probably know more about. And some of the listeners listening to this might say, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had so many different varieties of coffee from around the world, from uh, Nigeria. Um, interesting enough, uh, Nikem from Nigeria, his favorite coffee was from the UK and it was Costa coffee. <laughs> um, and he actually uh, gets his friends to take it over. And so, yeah, people drink different varieties of coffee from around the world. And it's it's definitely a personal preference, isn't it? So
1: um,
0: so moving on to the business side of things, then the next question on, on my list here that the listeners are used to me asking is what's the latest or most significant thing that perhaps you fixed or worked on either in your business or with perhaps a client, you know, as a coach, it might be something you fixed for somebody else, but what's the
1: latest or most significant thing? So the most significant thing is I've got a a very large range of knowledge and expertise. I've done thousands and thousands of hours of unconventional education um, in the UK, in Bali, in the US, I spent a month and a half in the US, I spent about three weeks in Bali, um, spent about two months in the UK. Now, over the last three or four years, on entrepreneur summits and entrepreneur retreats like Russell Brunson or Tony Robbins and those sort of things. Wow. And everyone's got their specific niche that they speak about. Mm. And that's the one thing that I've been struggling with because I know quite a bit about the business coaching side of things. I know about tech, I know digital marketing, uh, entrepreneurship. We actually have our own business show in South Africa as well. That We present every Thursday live online business show. And just sales funnels and e-commerce and it goes on and on. Mm. So what do I want to stand for? What is the one thing that I want to be known for? One of my dreams yes. is to be a big international speaker. Okay. The problem is I never really found what do I want to speak about? What? So there's a thing called the Ikigai where it's a purpose test, yep. where it's basically your purpose is what are you exceptionally good at? What can you get paid for? What do you love and what, what does the world need? Great. And, um, I had a bit of clarity in this week, so it's actually behind me on the whiteboard. I'm oh, busy okay. planning yep. out my speech. Yeah. So my speech is about, or my thing that I want to be known for is, is your reality an illusion? And it right. talks about how we create our own reality. Yeah. So I'll give you an example quick, if it's okay, case. I yeah, say. yeah, yeah, of course it is, Yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> so they had this study that I read a while ago that they, um, there was this big accident and five people were standing observing this accident and all five people had a different account of how the accident happened. So each one writes a report and was a different accident. Mm. Now, the first thing I started thinking about is why is there a difference between the five different people? The second thing I started thinking about is we are visual beings. So when someone talks, we, Start creating pictures in my own head. So I mentioned this accident, you immediately had a picture in your head about the accident. Yep. What was that picture about, someone? Yep, mine was a car and a bus, a coach. So it was actually a Boeing 747 that crashed in South America. So it's <laughs> sli- slightly me- different. <laughs> <laughs> so only by me mentioning there was an accident yep. out of three or four words. You created this whole picture around your head. How many times a day does that happen? Mm. So now you're creating this picture of what your world is. And is that picture reality, or is our mind distorts, deletes, or generalizes information, never takes any information as it is? Yeah. So now we observe all this information and we build a picture around it and we kind of build our set of rules, our little boxes where all the information goes into. How many times do we create a picture like you just did out of three or four words, we yeah. create all events around it. So is our reality an actual reality or is it an illusion like the matrix where you kind of take the red pill and the blue pill mm. you're living and you don't even know. Yeah. So I think a lot of people go through life unconsciously. They're not aware of their emotions, their thoughts, and they're not aware that they are actually in charge of their own reality. They've got power over their own reality. And instead of blaming everyone else, like your country or whether you're male or female or whatever it is, taking ownership of your reality and ownership of your beliefs and your thoughts and your words and creating a different reality, your reality can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I love
0: that. Yeah. I'm going to use that tomorrow, Eugene, because I've got a, a webinar that I'm doing with the university of Lincoln and We're looking at the topic of feedback integrity, Mm. and and we can use feedback actually to determine whether that reality is actually what we think it is, and what other people's perception of that is. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to throw that in tomorrow now. So you're giving me giving me something to put on the slide now. (laughs) So what was it like uh, before you realised this? You know that this is fairly recent, as you just said. You know what was it like before? Because you know. If you were to ask me about my perception of, of you and your your niche or your niche, um, it seems to me that you've got a pretty good handle on that. You know, it's, it's tech. It's, uh, you know, you wanted a coach who um, had a knowledge of tech. You wanted to be a coach with that knowledge, digital marketing. Um, actually, I'd have, I'd have thought that was quite easy to narrow uh, yeah. your niche. So how was it before this realisation and this tool that you found?
1: So I think my niche is quite narrow and it's been working well so far. Mm-hmm. The thing that I've found though is all the information that you need to run a business or to be successful in life is out there and it's mm-hmm. free. You mm-hmm. can access all this information for free online um, and there's loads of universities and internet. so if all the information is there, if all the knowledge is there to become successful in business, if we're talking business specifically, why do so many entrepreneurs still don't become successful? And the result for me was that your business is a reflection of you. So if your mind, your if you look, what's the difference between someone who starts a business? So let's say there's three people. They both, or all three start a business. Ten years later, the one's doing a million uh, pounds in turnover. The other one's doing 10 million. The other one, a hundred million. At the starting point, everything was exactly the same. Mm. So this is a long exercise I do, but basically it comes down to all the differences, strategy, vision, team, um, all of it comes down to choices and actions of the entrepreneur who started the business. Yep. So if the biggest difference between all of them is the entrepreneur running the business, how do we really help someone in business? It's by helping the entrepreneur. Mm. And we can give them all this information about tech and sales funnels and digital marketing and starting a business and an end but if their life is still a mess and if their head and their thoughts and their beliefs and all these things that condition them are still a mess they're still not going to be successful so yeah. I do eye out them and it's to help them understand themselves better
0: And the thing I like, Eugene, that you've you've said there is that this is a story which isn't a copy and a paste from somebody else. This is about you believing it yourself, isn't it? You're actually living it yourself and then delivering that benefit of what you've come to the realisation of to other people. And that's that's the great connection that I think so many in our industry lack, don't they? Because it's coached by numbers. Not coached by our own, our own experience and our own our own yeah. perceptions as well. So I'll he really explain that. So you, yeah, you know, I can see the listeners can't see you've got your board up behind you there. Uh, so listeners, you'll have to take my word for it that he's got a white board <laughs> up on the wall behind him with lots of notes. So what difference is this going to make to you? And you know how is it going to be after this?
1: Um, so I started writing it at now. We can't we can't predict the future. We can use our past experiences to make assumptions of what the future possibly can be. The only way to predict it is to create it. Um, So I actually have a tattoo on my arm, which is a Winston Churchill quote, which says history will be kind to me for I intend to write it. So the only way that we can create our own future or the only way we can predict the future is to write it ourselves. Um, so my biggest value, John B. Martini talks about the value determination factors. And my biggest value is learning and teaching. I've mm-hmm. got an immense passion um, for learning and then an immense passion for teaching whatever I've learned to someone else. Yep. So give away that which you value the most. For me, it's uh, knowledge. Yep. So I want to give away my knowledge as well. Yeah. So how all this changes, I want to empower entrepreneurs to run their businesses more successfully. And the way to do it's not through more sales funnels and better marketing. Marketing's been there since the 1500s. Even mm-hmm. when they trade caravans, there was an idea of sales and marketing and all the concepts was evolved, but it's still this, the basics of it's still the same as what it was four, 500 years ago. Yet, people are still not successful. People are still living in depression. People are still living in bad relationships people are still blaming their partner or the government or someone for their lack of success for their, for their situation. Um, so the biggest change that I think anyone can make is to be in more control over the, themselves and taking responsibility for their own thoughts and their own actions. That's the biggest point that I think someone can change. How do I help people? How do I help the masses to discover this for themselves? Right.
0: Right. And just give us a bit of an idea, and I want to do it at this point rather than do it at the end, because I want to go through and get these confirmed at the end. How do people connect with you then? You know, you've given some real, real insight there. How do we get you uh, connected to the listeners? How do people find you on LinkedIn uh, or on social media? Where do people find you?
1: So my um, two main brands is Um, mycoach.co.ca. And then on Instagram's business, underscore coach, underscore Eugene. Okay, That's Um, Instagram, you say? Yep. And then uh, then the other one where we run the business show and where they can follow a lot more about what we do is Entrepreneur HQ. Okay. Um, And that's
0: Yep.
1: Uh, Most of my personal stuff is run under the two business names, so my coach and Entrepreneur HQ. Great.
0: Great, great. So that's where people can find out what you're what you're up to and uh, follow some of the content and that knowledge that you're so passionate about sharing as well. So if you could give the listeners one tip on this podcast today uh, or a lesson to learn, what what would that be? You've given so much already, but if you could give something
1: quite unique to the listeners, what would that be? Um, awareness before change. You can't change something. Um, if you don't know that there is something to change. So there's a whole bunch of models around that. Um, So I'd say the tip is that every time that you get emotionally triggered, so every time you get angry or something like that, it's someone that is doing something that's questioning the way that you see the world. Mm -hmm. Everyone in different countries, different locations, male, female, age, all of us, Have a different story that we create for ourselves what our future should be. And we get conditioned to believe in certain things, a certain way of our relationship should be, for example. When you get triggered, when you feel that anger coming up, it's someone challenging those um, beliefs that you have. So when that happens, realize that it's not them that's doing it, it's your own beliefs that's causing that. Because ultimately, the highest vibration you can get to, that's even higher than love, is peace. So what I want for everyone is to be on a continuous state of emotional peace. Great. You can't do that when you are angry. So um, just be aware when you do get angry, it's because of yourself, and do self-reflection on why that upsets you.
0: Fantastic. And that's and that's a great tip, the listeners should take away from this and hopefully you know do some work on because as always with these podcasts listening to it is just the first step doing something with what you learned today is the most important step and I really encourage all the listeners to go out and you know look at what Eugene's putting out there but also to do something with what's just been shared about you know heading off on that journey of finding that peace and uh, looking at that perception of how we reacting our anger as well. Thanks for sharing that, Eugene. Um, yeah. When's your next coffee going to be then? And, and where's your next coffee? I don't know what lockdowns at the point where we're recording this. The, you know, England <laughs> is in a lockdown. Scotland and Wales, other parts of the UK are in different versions of lockdown. So I have to be careful when I ask this question where your coffee is going to be. But I don't know what your lockdowns are at the moment. But
1: when is it going to be and where is it going to be? So my next coffee will most likely be in my bedroom tomorrow morning. Um, so I'll say everything where well, I don't drink coffee after a certain time. Yep. Uh, sleep patterns is very important for our motivational state. Yep. Too much caffeine can influence that. So Definitely. I'll that caffeine after a certain time. So my next one is tomorrow morning. It's my first treat. It's part of my morning ritual, my morning routine. Great. Uh, and will that be using the timer that you mentioned at the
0: beginning as well? Is that... Will that-
1: yeah. So my next step is setting up a coffee station in my bedroom. So I've got yep. quite a big bedroom with a um what do you call it? So ensuite like dressing room. Yep. Sort of thing. And um in there there's a space where I want to set up a nice table with a coffee station. Don't ah. oh. you get out of bed, walk over, get my cup of coffee. <laughs> One day.
0: Yeah, well I'm sure there's many listeners that um Coffee is one of the first things that they grab in the morning. Interestingly enough, yeah, one of the things I'll share is that, you know, it it is important to have those rituals that you've just mentioned there. Mine is uh, every morning I have a uh, a hot water, three squirts of lemon juice and a spoonful Mm. of honey. And that is the first drink that I have in the morning to get me started. And it's one of those things just to get the, the system going a little bit and the honey... Helps me cope with uh, allergies and helps keeps the colds and the viruses as well, particularly in these times. Whether it'll, whether it, honey's good enough to keep the COVID away, we'll have to see. So far, so good. But um, yeah, just to it's,
1: give that a go as well. Because I've been yeah. thinking about changing my morning routine. You have to change yeah. it. You kind of get stagnant in it and we get, our tolerance gets built up. So you need to yeah. change it. I've been thinking about how to change that morning. So I, I might just. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because thinking about it, as you were saying it there, yeah, I used to um, have a lemon and ginger uh, tea. Uh, I used to buy the tea bags and every morning started with lemon ginger, because somebody said ginger is good for the digestive system and gets everything going. And then I gradually moved over to the honey and lemon. So uh, yeah, whether that changes when we get to Christmas time, it becomes more of a festive version of that. We'll have to see. But Yeah. yeah, but I look forward to seeing an image. Um, of what the coffee station looks like, that would be uh, yeah. great. Having a coffee station, I don't think my wife would uh, let me do anything like that in our bed. I've got one in my <laughs> office here, but uh, certainly not in the bedroom. <laughs> so great. Um, so just reminders again of those websites: um, the the My Coach website and uh, also the the weekly um, program that you mentioned there as well. Just give us the details of those so the listeners can take those away and connect with you.
1: So we. Um they can go on to entrepreneurhq.co.za or on mycoach.co.za. On the entrepreneur HQ, they can also register for our weekly uh, online video business show. So we do it through webinar jam. Um, Or if they fill in the contact details on any one of the sites, it comes through to me and we can get in contact. I'd probably like to leave everyone with one thing is that um, empowering thought is now that you know that your reality gets created by you, that reality is actually an illusion, Mm. you have the power to change it. Every year, there's going to be different obstacles. So what did you do this year? And to have a better year next year, how are you going to create a different reality now that you know it's in your power to do so?
0: And there you have it, listeners. There's the challenge. So uh, please let both of us know how you're going to do that, how you uh, feel empowered to do that. And it's been such an inspiration to have you on the call today, Eugene. It's been worth the the weight of uh, – I know we had to reschedule the first one, so it's great that you have managed to make it on this one. And, you know, you've given me something to think about, and you give me a different slant of how I'm going to deliver some content to um, – the webinar students, Mm -hmm. I suppose, uh, tomorrow. So thank you for that. And I think it's important, listeners, that we realise that each and every single one of us can take something away from the lessons that we can share. And as Eugene says, you know, one of the privileges I think we all have, uh, no matter what, whether you're an employee in a business, whether you're a coach, you know, one of the things that we can do is we can all pass on our knowledge. We can all share what we've learnt today and, and what we want tomorrow to look like, can't we? And that's, that's something I think that I've certainly taken away from today that, that ability to share that knowledge and create that reality that you've mm. mentioned there as well. And uh, not the road traffic accident that I thought it was going to be, but instead a Boeing that uh, plane crashed. So that was slightly different to what, my, <laughs> but it was interesting as you said it, you know, instantly my mind created a road traffic accident yep. straight away. As soon as you mentioned it, that's where it went to straight away. Yeah. Uh, so thank thank you for that and of course um this is part of my mission uh, to help businesses from around the world and we've certainly had a global audience as well as global presenters become more aware which is really important for what eugene has said today and better educated on how they can have an impact on their lives but also their businesses and of course We can talk some coffee too and it's interesting to hear about beans from ethiopia and your client there and how uh, different people drink coffee at different times of the day so it's been an absolute privilege to have you with us today eugene and uh, thank you for giving up your time and certainly in 34 degree temperature i know it must be uh, slightly uncomfortable there um as i'm uncomfortable here in the cold and the wet i'm sure you're uncomfortable equally as uncomfortable in the in the the heat there thank you for being with us today and uh, listeners i look forward to having you on the next episode of the business success and coffee podcast
1: thanks eugene awesome thanks alan thanks for having me on cheers bye for now